Back in the mid-1600s, the first fire service utilized a system where they would create a line of firefighters that would pass buckets full of water to and from the fire in order to put the fire out. Being strategic and not spilling the water out of these buckets was crucial in order to put the fire out quickly and effectively for that time. We've come a long way in regards to fire suppression, but the concept of keeping your bucket full is something that sticks out to me for several reasons. In today's episode, I'll give a little history lesson on what's known as a bucket brigade. I'll talk about how the idea of keeping our proverbial buckets full is something to be conscious of, and how by doing this, it can help keep us balanced and bring value into our lives. We feel like it's up to us to hold the line As we light the spark within ourselves It comes from way deep down inside We're so sick of the status quo We are here to let you know Unaddressed problems are a liability Core values, the brotherhood you need Accountability Ignited we stand Ignited we As far back as 1659, the fire service used leather buckets made by local shoemakers that somewhat resembled deep feed bags, like a horse feed bag. Back then, citizens were required to fill at least three buckets full of water at sunset and place them at their doorsteps in case an alarm was sounded. That way, there would be a water supply at the ready for when a fire broke out. During a fire, citizens were expected to put their buckets into the street to be picked up by able-bodied people forming a bucket brigade. They would use nearby pumps, rivers, or ponds as a water source, and they would create a line of people that would pass the filled buckets from person to person until they made their way to the fire. Then there was a second line of people who would pass the empty buckets back to the water source to be refilled. Up until 1795, citizens furnished the buckets, and households that failed to have theirs at the ready could be fined by the city. After that year, each engine house was furnished with two poles and 24 buckets that hung off of them. That reduced the need for the general populace to take part in firefighting, and it increased camaraderie among the early fire service. Buckets started going away in the early 1800s because of the rise of pump-powered hoses connected to the growing number of city water mains. Even now, working in more rural areas, we still have big, beautiful tanker trucks that act as our portable water supply, or portable hydrant, if you will. The advancements in engineering that have come about in the fire service is, in my opinion, man's best example of engineering because it's solely motivated by the desire to protect and save other people in need. Researching the history of the Bucket Brigade helped me to have more appreciation for the systems in place today that I'm sure we take for granted. Things like our amazing fire trucks, sprinkler systems, fire hydrants, things like that. Things that are like now the standard, right? Now, I've worked in rural areas where I've had to be incredibly resourceful when it comes to my water supply. It forced me to be more strategic in how I applied water to the fire, and mainly because I couldn't just dump 500 gallons liberally because I had some endless water supply, right? I had to be very conscious of my efforts. 
I had to think ahead. I had to think about where my next possible water supply was going to even come from and if I needed to call in additional units. Being conscious in our efforts helps us become not only more resourceful, but more engaged in our purpose and goals. Now, I'd like to shift things a bit and talk about a concept where we need to fill our proverbial buckets, and by doing this, we become balanced and motivated. You may have heard about the idea that you need your bucket filled in order to fill other people's buckets, right? It's the idea of give and take. But there's a new concept that I read about in Matt Granados' book, Motivate the Unmotivated. And currently, I don't know if you guys are a part of the uh, Ignited Readers Book Club, but currently it's our group monthly reading selection for the month of May. Uh, I finished it last week. I burned right through it. It was amazing. Um, if you guys read it, I'm sure you'll love it. And in it, he gives a breakdown of the kinds of buckets that we need and how they help keep us balanced. And Matt says that by attending to three measurements of self-value that we call value buckets, we're able to maximize our self-value. And he says that the three measurements are how we value ourselves, how we're valued by others, and the value that we bring to others. So let's break down each one of these buckets, each one of these value buckets. So value bucket number one is the me for me, or how we pour into ourselves. And this bucket is all about focusing on what's best for you. It speaks a bit to last week's episode where I encourage you to treat yourself and not neglect yourself out of some skewed sense of selfishness. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. Period. No argument. A good example of this is when I'm called to the fire scene, I make sure that I'm wearing all my PPE before I even think about entering any hot zone. Would you call that selfish? I know I wouldn't. And I know protecting yourself from immediate harm is a little different than going to the spa, but honestly, they're rooted in the same thing. Ultimately, protecting yourself. You're still taking care of yourself. One is more of an immediate sense, and the other is more of a preventive sense. Both are important, and we shouldn't play catch-up with our physical and mental health. We shouldn't only fill our buckets when we need it, right? It should be always full, at the ready just like the leather buckets of old, full of water, at the ready, ready for deployment. So what can we do to pour into ourselves? Well, go back and listen to the last episode because I give you a lot of examples and I dive into that way deeper than I will here, but I'll still give you some ideas here. Some of the ways that we can pour into ourselves is by reading good books. When was the last time you read a good book? When was the last time you read a book at all? <laughs> What kinds of books do you like to read? Fiction? Biography? Self-improvement, maybe? Do you even know what kinds of books you like to read? If you don't know the answer to that question, then there's a good place to start. Start reading something. Figure out what kinds of books you like. There's value in all of them. I've heard people badmouth fiction or young adult books like Harry Potter, things like that. But honestly, there's value in all of them. Maybe you're into something a little more adult, like Jack Carr's Terminal List. Uh, that's an amazing series where he takes his field experience as a Navy SEAL and puts it into a fictional story. There's a huge amount of perspective out there, just waiting in the pages of a book that someone else has written. Choose a book this week and start reading. Something else we can do to pour into our own buckets is to listen to soothing and inspiring 
music. Now, I'm not saying you need to change everything out for Christian rock. And if that's what your thing is, then more power to you. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is that maybe it's time to switch up your playlists a bit. Maybe try something new. Expand your horizons. When I'm writing or reading, I like to have something going on in the background. Believe it or not, it helps me focus. This is why when I was finishing up my college degree, I'd go to the library or a coffee shop or a cafe, and I'd do my work and research there. The bit of background hustle and ambiance helped keep me focused. If I worked in an area with too much silence, I'd get completely lost in my own thoughts and then become distracted by all the other things vying for my attention, like laundry or mowing the lawn or basically anything else that needed to get done around the house. So I had to get out of there. One thing I've recently done this last year is add some down-tempo playlists to my musical repertoire. I have them going when I'm writing notes for these podcast episodes, or even when I'm doing some cardio or strength training at the gym. I've learned that if I play fast-paced music while working out, my mind exhausts way before my body does. I've even listened to Beethoven while working out, doing strength training, like three sets of ten. It's amazing. Try it sometime. You'll be amazed at A, how fast time seems to go by, and B, how your body embraces the flow of it and performs better longer. There's a lot to be said for flow, and this is a little bit of a tangent here. I've been studying flow for the past year or so, and uh, and that just rhymed and made me sound like Dr. Seuss. But <laughs> um, I've been researching it and reading up on it, flow and frequency. And they say that when you're in those moments where time flies, that's when you're in flow. And that's when you're on frequency. So that's just a little food for thought. Give it a try. Switch out your music. See what happens. Experiment a little bit. Finally, one of the last things, last recommendations I have, how we can pour into ourselves, is by consciously cutting out negative influences. Now, this isn't necessarily pouring something into your bucket, but this is you basically shielding yourself from something toxic being poured into your bucket. This is easier said than done, but all things worth doing are. It takes active, conscious effort to do this one. Maybe you're following some accounts on social media that are constantly sharing negative things in hopes to get you outraged and they put you in a negative state. Eliminate these inputs from your life. Eliminate them. In regards to what you are voluntarily taking into your headspace, you are the curator of that biome. You are the curator of that mind palace. And by that I mean you are the one who allows that stuff in or not. Remove it. Replace it with things that make you smile, with things that inspire you. Create a digital corkboard of images and things that bring a smile to your face. So when you're scrolling through, all you're seeing are things that make you happy. Personally, I love to travel. So I follow several accounts that show me images of places around the world that I visited, along with places that are still on my list. I also follow a few accounts that show short videos of dogs doing ridiculous things. It's really quite simple once you take the action to purge the negative inputs from your sphere of influence. Start making moves on this today. Eliminate just one, one social media account that you're following right now 
that's just continually purveying like negative and derogatory things. Just unfollow. Hit it today. Take that one little step. Moving on to value bucket number two. This is the others for me bucket or how other people pour into you. So one of the ways we do this is we ask for help. And I get it. This isn't always the easiest for those of us in the fire EMS world because we carry the responsibility of being the ones that other people call for help. We sometimes let our pride and our ego get in the way and think that we don't need to ask for help for things sometimes. It doesn't have to be for anything big. Maybe it's just that you need an outside perspective or that you want someone's opinion on a move that you're thinking about making or maybe a new vehicle. Who knows? Regardless, we need to be able to humble ourselves and ask for help sometimes. Another way, this is going to sound a little odd, but another way that others pour into you is by keeping a journal. Now, this is meant as like a mechanism to help get you there, right? If you're not comfortable asking others for help yet, then you can keep a journal. And how does this help in having others pour into your bucket? Well, it helps you take steps towards becoming comfortable in putting your thoughts and questions out into the world. By putting them on paper, you're practicing refining your words and gaining clarity on what it is that you want, what it is you may need help with, or what you might just need some perspective on. Once you're able to confidently articulate these things, you'll be more likely to reach out to someone in real life and get some valuable outside feedback. One of the really cool things that uh, the author of Motivate the Unmotivated talks about in his book, um, Matt Granados, one thing he talks about is that he uses two different colors of pens when he journals. He uses black for any time that he's venting and writing out his thoughts, worries, fears, questions, and frustrations. And any time he has a solution, he uses red. Seeing his thoughts on paper like that made him gain incredible clarity on the things that were bothering him along with his ability to foster solutions. Patterns started to emerge in that as he continued on, the more red showed up in his, and the less black. It was a tangible way for him to actually see how practicing putting his thoughts down on paper, he was able to become more versed in finding solutions and focusing on the positive. Moving on to value bucket number three, me for others. This is the, the bucket that you use to pour into other people's buckets. So how do we do that? Well, we contribute. This can come in many forms, volunteering, writing a book, teaching a class. It all comes down to what you can do. What special skill you have that you can use to help someone else? What knowledge do you have that you could relate to someone else? Are you really passionate about EMS? Then why not start teaching EMT classes at your local community college? Do you like to write poetry? Why not start a local Facebook group where you can all share your work and maybe meet together in person every month, get to know each other? Basically, if you have an experience or a skill or a perspective that someone else could benefit from and you don't share it, you're doing the people of the world a disservice. So identify some ways that you can contribute and come up with a plan to do exactly that. Well, another way we can uh, utilize bucket three, the bucket that we're pouring into others, is by reversing the golden rule. Now, everybody knows what the golden rule is, right? Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. However, I see this as a tad bit flawed. 
What if we change it up a bit and approach it in this way? Do unto others as they'd have you do unto them. Does that make sense? Basically, we all want different things, and we want them in different ways. One way that we can truly pour into other people's buckets is by treating them how they'd like us to treat them. Simple concept. Identify what motivates them. Personally, I'm motivated by freedom. Not compliments, not even acknowledgement per se, not connection. I don't need compliments or reassurance that I'm doing a good job. I know my skill level and what I'm good at, and I know what needs refinement. I know myself. Um, that's not to say that I don't need some outside perspective now and then, which I absolutely obtain, but all that does is help me know myself better. But what I really need is the freedom to do something how I think it should be done, as well as the trust that goes along with it. And to me, that's where integrity and trust come together in an ironclad fashion. And that's what I'm interested in. If you're motivated by acknowledgement, support, or connection, then embrace it and communicate how those around you can contribute. But the first step is identifying what it is that motivates you. Once you start beginning to understand what motivates you, you can start to identify and understand what motivates other people, and you can appeal to those motivations. Think of these buckets as something you need to carry with you all the time. If you had all three buckets on a stick across your back, across your shoulders, you could understand the importance of keeping them balanced, right? Think of one bucket being carried on your left as the one you're using to pour into other people or your contribution. Then think of the other two on your right side. These are the ones you're pouring into yourself and the one you're allowing others to pour into. One might be more full than the other, but together they balance out the one on your left. That way, when you're walking down the street, your buckets still remain balanced and you aren't having to continually fight to overcorrect. Now, balance isn't necessarily a one-and-done type situation, unless you're like that amazing guy from the Netherlands who builds stone cairns and balances them in crazy amazing ways. That's another Instagram account that I follow, by the way. He does these amazing videos. Um, I'll have to share it sometime. The guy's incredible. He just records himself balancing these rocks in crazy ways. It's unbelievable. It takes him a long time, a lot of patience, but it's actually very soothing to watch. Uh, anyway, balance, right? In the practical sense, balance is a continuing process of small and sometimes even large adjustments to make sure that you stay upright. Like when you're on a skateboard, right? Or a bicycle. A bicycle is easy because the momentum helps keep you balanced. You can explore more about what Matt Granados has to say about how to keep these buckets balanced in his book, Motivate the Unmotivated, a proven system for sustainable motivation. What are some ways that you help fill people's buckets? What are some ways other people help fill yours? Share it with those of us in the group by clicking the link in the show notes or visit www.facebook.com slash groups slash Ignited Firefighter Podcast Community. Join the group, fill your bucket, and help fill the buckets of others. You can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at IgnitedFF. Engage with me and the rest of us in the group. 
I want you to get as much value out of this experience as possible. Remember, you only get out of it what you put in. Kind of like a bucket, right? (laughs) Join the Bucket Brigade, guys. Also, I'd like to ask something very specific of you. Share an episode with someone. Just one. Just one episode. I'm asking everyone out there to share one episode with someone. This is a way that you can help fill someone else's bucket. If you're listening to these episodes and you think, oh, this person would totally be interested in this, or I was just talking about this the other day with someone else, then send it their way. Not only does it help us grow as individuals and help each other grow, but it helps grow the podcast as well. And that's a win, win, win. And if you're looking for some inspiration on what books to read, why not join the book club that I run? It's called the Ignited Readers Book Club, and it's on Facebook as well. Just do a simple search and you'll find it, or you can click the link in the show notes. Ask to join and I'll approve you, and then you'll be ready and locked and loaded to do our June read, which I have yet to decide, but that's coming up. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Ignited.